Chapter 3 The Practice of Perfect Sacrifice Quotation by Song Ka Pa, Buddhist Tradition To overcome the attitude of seeking the bliss of peace for yourself, you should train for a long time in love, compassion, and the altruistic mind of enlightenment, which has love and compassion as its root. A more difficult but more powerful practice than the death prayer is the practice of perfect sacrifice, which is the giving up of one's own life for the sake of others. This practice is universally venerated because it epitomizes a virtue fundamental to all spiritual paths compassionate action. Perhaps the best known example of perfect sacrifice in the West is the crucifixion of Jesus, who said of his own death, No man has greater love than this that he lay down his life for another. But the practice of perfect sacrifice is by no means confined to the Christian tradition. In virtually all sacred societies, dying for the sake of others is considered to be of great spiritual benefit. This is reflected, for instance, in the death prayer of the warriors of the Lakota Indian Fox Society, who pledged themselves to surrender their own lives in defense of the tribe's women and children. Thus, when they went into battle, they sang this I am a fox, I am supposed to die. If there is anything difficult, if there is anything dangerous, that is mine to do. Most of us, of course, are not granted the opportunity to die in such a noble fashion, and you may wonder how your own death can possibly benefit anyone at all. But consider that when your body decays, eventually its molecules will return to the food chain, providing nourishment for a host of other living creatures. What's more, in the greater scheme of things, your death is absolutely essential in order to make room for future generations. Imagine a world where people were born but no one ever died. It would be like a symphony in which every note had a beginning but no end, resembling more an endless scream than a beautiful piece of music. From a spiritual point of view, however, the real power of any practice derives not from whatever physical results it may or may not produce, but from the degree of loving compassion which motivates it. As the Christian mystic Meister Eckhart said, God has no regard for what your works are, but for what your love and devotion and intention in the works are. In other words, it is not necessary that your death actually benefit anyone else for it to be an expression of perfect sacrifice. It is enough that you die with such an intention fully enthroned in your mind and heart. To help cultivate such an intention, Buddhists have developed a meditative practice they call sending and taking. Although this meditation can be done at any time, it is considered especially effective when performed at the hour of one's death. As Bokar Rinpoche explains, it begins with the dying person establishing a compassionate intention by thinking as follows At the time of death, all beings experience suffering and anguish. Today it is my turn to experience this suffering and anguish. Well, I hope there is enough to experience as I do not want others to suffer. I agree to take on the suffering of all beings who are dying within my suffering. This resolve is followed by a visualization practice which is coordinated with the breath. 
What follows are some instructions based on this Buddhist technique for converting your own death into a precious opportunity for practicing perfect sacrifice. However, because the degree of compassion required for fully entering into this practice usually takes a long time to cultivate, and because the moment of death is so critical, you should not make perfect sacrifice your primary death practice unless you already have experienced firsthand the deep joy that comes from selflessly serving others. If this is not the case with you, and be honest, then choose a death prayer for your main practice, as described in chapter 2, and use perfect sacrifice as an auxiliary practice. Instructions for Practicing Perfect Sacrifice Step 1. Ponder Death's Universality Allow yourself to feel deeply your own pain and suffering. Realize that, although this pain and suffering is happening to you at this particular time, it is in no way personal. Everyone must die just as you are dying. Everyone must suffer just as you are suffering. And everyone fears it just as you fear it. This is what connects you to all beings at the most profound level of embodied existence. Only by undergoing death yourself can you truly understand the suffering of others? Step 2. Pay attention to others. Pay close attention to friends and relatives who come to visit you. How do they act? Are they nervous? Embarrassed? Frightened? Shocked? Do they seem at a loss for words, or do they talk too much? Do they often burst into tears just looking at you? Observe how their own fears of death are reflected in how they react to you. Open your heart to them and think how wonderful it would be if you could relieve them of all their fears and suffering. Step 3. Resolve to free all beings from death forever. The only way to become free of death forever is through a Gnostic awakening. Obviously, one who is already awake is in the best position to help others attain this goal. For the sake of all suffering beings, then, resolve to cooperate with your own death in order to wake up. Truly, it is the simplest thing in the world. All you have to do is let go of yourself. When you are awake, there will be no limit to the help you can give others, even after death. In the meantime, be generous in communicating your current experiences to your family and friends. Tell them about whatever feelings you may be having, whether of dread or joy, sadness or delight. Share with them your confusion as well as your wisdom, your questions as well as your insights. This will not only help to alleviate their own fears, but will also provide them with a living example of how to face death in an honest and open manner. Step 4. Visualize taking on the suffering of other beings. Start practicing perfect sacrifice by visualizing that in addition to whatever suffering you are currently experiencing, you take on the suffering of other beings as well. Then visualize them as relieved of their suffering and glowing with happiness. At first, choose specific people to use in your visualizations. For instance, a family member who is particularly upset over your dying. 
Imagine that you feel his or her agony and grief. Then imagine that by taking this agony and grief into yourself, the person is relieved of it. Later, extend your visualization to include other people, even ones you have never met. In the after-death state, you may well encounter apparitional beings. Some may appear as beneficent angels, gods, or goddesses. Others may appear as frightening demons, ghosts, or wrathful deities. Try to conjure up images of what they might look like, and then embrace them all with a heart overflowing with love and compassion. Step 5. Coordinate your visualizations with your breath. Note, this is only necessary for those who intend to make perfect sacrifice their primary death practice. Visualize taking on the suffering of other beings as you inhale. Visualize spreading relief and happiness to other beings as you exhale. At first, just practice sending out relief and happiness while you are exhaling without worrying about taking on suffering as you inhale. Then practice taking on the suffering of others while you inhale without worrying about spreading happiness as you exhale. After you get used to this, start alternating the two phases of the practice more rapidly until your visualizations are coordinated with each inhalation and each exhalation. The purpose of coordinating your visualizations with your breath is that when the hour of death arrives, your mind may become too weak to engage in actual visualizations. However, if you have practiced coordinating the visualizations with your inhalations and exhalations beforehand, then the act of breathing itself will carry your intention to sacrifice yourself for the sake of others, and you will die with this resolve in mind. The Fruit of Practicing Perfect Sacrifice to speak of the fruit of the practice of perfect sacrifice is somewhat contradictory because the essence of the practice is not to desire any benefit for oneself. Even gnosis should only be desired for the sake of helping others, nor should you prefer to have blissful experiences over frightening ones. Instead, you should abandon all concern with fruits and, in fact, be willing to enter hell itself if it will relieve others of their suffering. This ultimate gesture of selflessness was beautifully expressed by a Sufi named Abul Hansen Nuri, who used to pray, O oh Lord, if you must fill hell with people, you are certainly able to fill it and all its levels with me alone and send everyone else to heaven. Paradoxically, however, such a total disinterest in one's own welfare inevitably produces a condition close to absolute selflessness. If you enter death's gate in this state, then when you reach the seventh stage and encounter consciousness without an object, it will be relatively easy to realize that this is what you truly are, and thus attain gnosis. But even if you do not attain gnosis at this stage, if you carry your selfless intention into the intermediate state, it will automatically transform all environments and all beings into a play of divine forms. Here again you will be able to attain gnosis simply by recognizing that this play is itself nothing but a manifestation of your own mind or consciousness itself. Conclusion 
It is important to reiterate that only advanced seekers should choose perfect sacrifice as their primary death practice. But never forget that the way of selflessness depends as much on cultivating compassion as it does on recognizing the true nature of phenomena. Both are necessary to the attainment of full enlightenment. This is because without the selflessness that comes from cultivating compassion, your own sense of being a separate self will circumscribe whatever insights you do manage to have. Thus, whether or not you choose perfect sacrifice as your primary death practice, the more selfless compassion you can generate for others between now and the hour of your death, the greater your chances of awakening forever as you pass through its gate.